Welcome to episode 164 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 164 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How are you going, mate? I'm pretty good. I'm just looking at Albert's coffee cart here. Nice, coffees of... I Am Talk is brought to you by... That's my job. Okay. I Am Talk is brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com uh, For the world's most amazing coffee and, and Patagonian top. Patagonian tops. Tribeyes.com We've got a deal for you later on, haven't we? Deal of the century, of the new century. And Athlinks.com also helps you with the deal. And they've got a bit of a competition happening, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a no-brainer world, John, isn't it? It's time Back in the studios, days. mate, you must have missed it when you're in Poland. Oh, I was devastated, I yeah. tell you. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I didn't succeed in getting any of my interviews uh, over there. Well, I, I didn't have a microphone. Why didn't you take a microphone? Because I forgot. Oh. Do you have one? No. Oh, you should ask. Okay. I, I know. We've got two. I'm thinking we may even try to get two mics happening again for the new computer. I strongly recommend that. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Mm. Anyway. Uh, this week's show, what have we got happening? We've got a bit of news. We've got we did have an interview lined up, but it didn't end up happening. So we're going to get that happening over the next couple of weeks. Yep, we've got a couple of cool interviews coming up, eh? Hopefully, yeah. Have we arranged that one with that guy? No. Oh, really? Yep. So it'll be coming. Okay. Uh, website of the week, we've got high five uh, questions and answers, and age group of the week. Uh, news is brought to you by X Try. Go out there, check out the latest news on triathlon. Triathlon, I should Triathloning. say. And uh, yeah, what have we got? Results. So we had Ironman Brazil. A lot of results to go over, so we're going to scan over a few of these uh, fairly quickly because they've been happening over the last three weeks. So Ironman Brazil, um, Eduardo Stuller absolutely decimated the field. Eight hours did you read what happened? He just killed it. He sort of got a good gap and then just kept on going. Well, what was interesting is he got about five minutes on Colucci on the bike, smacked him on the bike, but started fading really wickedly in the run, but so did Colucci, and so... Yeah, they thought he wouldn't be able to hold it, but he, he said new uh, broke his own bike course record by um, five minutes. By five minutes, eight thirteen, solid, solid yeah. time, nice steady, steady run. I think as well. Ronaldo Colucci was second, eight twenty eight, and the the big man Peter Vibrusic, eight thirty seven yep. in third place. Man, how long is that guy going to go on for? Eh? He's just going to keep on going. He's Are like we, the Energizer Bunny. He's the Energizer Bunny, the Energizer gloved man. We might call him mm. <laughs> on the girl side of things. Deddy Griesbauer often smacks it around in Kona on the bike, um, but that often fades on the run. She did really well to the 9 hour 10, so a yep. great win for her. Nice. Uh, Charlotte Coulters, I think she was from uh, Denmark, if I read correctly, 9.18. And Beautiful. Heather Golnick in third in 9.31. So pretty good time, 9 hours 10, pretty solid. That's awesome, really, pretty, isn't it? Is it a fast solid. course? Moderately fast. I mean, it's not it's not a sub eight hour course, but it's um it's it's pretty solid for those girls. It's not bad, not bad at all. She was only eleven seconds off the course record. Really, and got thirteenth overall. Wow, so it's not bad. Nice. Okay, and then we had Ironman Japan happening. No, we didn't. Oh, that's two thousand eight. It's coming up. Even. Oh, so what have you done to me here? Follow the structure of the show notes. Okay, sorry. Even. Okay, show notes say we had the ninth night, edition of, of the the Schloss. Triathlon in Moritzburg in Germany. Beautiful. Do you want me, do you want me to make that bigger, I John? I want you to make it bigger okay, so I can John. actually read it. Here we go. And that was held uh, last weekend, and the winners were Norbert Huber in 8 hours 55 and Carla Van Ruin in 10 hours 25. Okay, we had the half challenge. How do you say that one? I think it's Kreitschau, I yeah, think, from memory. I've got it here somewhere, John. You keep talking. Here we go. Maka was uh, apparently racing. Flattered. Flattered. Pulled out. 
pulled out and went and did the there was a sprint Olympic, or Olympic and assist. dominated the dojo. But a guy that completely dominated the dojo and uh, the German Gazette, uh, Daniel, Daniel let us know about him before the race. The German Gazette, uh, Sebastian Kiln. He said he was going to dominate it, didn't he? He did, man, by big margin. Nine minutes and a half. Yeah, apparently smacked this woman in the bike, really killed the bike. Um, and there's some good athletes there. You know, you've got Reinhard Tissink in there. Paul Ambrose. Um, Sven Sundberg. Tom Salrigal. Spencer Smith. Yep. So some... some Good athletes there. That guy got 10th, actually. Jano Haas from Finland. He trained in Christchurch last year. Oh, yeah. um, good so good on him for taking that out. Girl side of things, Rebecca Keach had, she had a win a couple weeks ago as well, didn't she? She did. There's been a lot of racing going on. Yeah, she's on form. Elizabeth Christensen second, and a good strong race by Kiwi Marin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I read a race report this morning. Eh? She had a good race. Only a minute behind Elizabeth Christensen. And, uh, had a great yeah, swim. Had a, she did a best-case scenario swim 30 seconds under that. Nice. Nice. That's pretty good work. It's good to see the Challenge Series uh, continuing to spread. Well, they, did, they did also have the Challenge France. They are just a couple taking off now, aren't they? It is. Hopefully they get few, uh, these halves are good, but we need to see some good, um, look at long falls I think one well. thing that Challenge has as an advantage over Ironman is that Ironman have this whole strict rule that you can only have an Ironman on the day, but Challenge really mm-hmm. are looking to bring revenue in, so they'll have your halves, they'll have your sprints, and you'll have your, maybe a full on the day or a weekend of it. Yep. And that actually grows the sport and makes their brand get bigger to a bigger audience. Like, Obviously, Ironman's pretty big already, but mm. it is an interesting advantage that Challenge have, and maybe Ironman will change their direction in that eventually. Just one thing, I was thinking, does, does Challenge get any exposure in the American media? Well, they're not anymore, because... Uh, but, the, but they really aren't at all. Well, uh, Americans may maybe give us a bit of feedback on that, but because the competitor group now runs the magazines... Mm, uh, mm. If you pick up the triathlete magazine in the States now, it is just all Ironman, all 70.3. There is some Olympic distance in there, but uh, given they're owned by... Um, same company. Same company. I think they'll go out of their way not to dimension challenge races. But now that when you read the magazine, I don't get Troy Mag, you do, don't you? It's going downhill. It really is fast? Oh, in my opinion, big time. So why? It is so full of advertising, it's not even funny. Really? And, and is there any just, good content? Because like, I've never uh, been a reader. There is. There, it is good, but I, I'm, I've found over the last... Six to nine months, it's just gone down really quickly. What's the um, difference? What was it like in the just, past? It's just, it's just too much advertising. I know you've got to have advertising, yep. but I counted up again the, the number of pages of advertising. And honestly, it's almost 50% advertising, full-page adverts all the way through. Really? And huge big sections on bike reviews and stuff like Which that. Which are just advertising as well, Which aren't is they? just advertising as yep. well. So, yeah, I think... What about for the athlete? You know, if I'm going to buy that magazine and I'm actually kind of wanting to get content that I can prove me as an athlete, does it deliver that front? Well, it does better than other ones, but it's still not as good as what it was. I, I used to actively go in there and, and read it from, from cover to cover, but I'm, I'm finding more and more often it's turning up and I'm not even picking it up some of the time. So. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, okay, I'm going back to the show notes here, John, because I've got to keep it on. Okay, we've got lots of 70.3s. Bazzoni and Carfrey took out Eagleman. Yep, Ferenzo Bazzoni's looking, looking pretty good. Faded yeah. a bit on the run, but strong. Minder yeah. Carfrey beat uh, Natasha Badman. Nice, nice. And yeah, no, Wellington dominated with Bell. What happened there? Didn't read too much race report there. But okay. Chrissy Wellington seems to be good on Good to see track. Bell back on form. He is, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's been a while since he won. It's his first win in a while, isn't it? It is. Yeah, great. And Alexander and, how's that one? Magali. Magali Tissier. One in Boise. Started at 2pm, John. In the afternoon. I you're you're interested inter- by that, weren't you? I was, I was interested. <laughs> Didn't have the early morning start. Started at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Would you like that? Uh, I find it quite quite hard because you kind of like to get in your zone, don't you? Just get on with it. Yeah. Whereas you got to sit around all day. Like when when I was over in Spain, their their races were starting at um, one o'clock and three o'clock in the afternoon. You're sort of getting up, having breakfast, and just mm. sort of sitting around. But I suppose for the Olympic races, you know, 
You want to be when the public wants oh, to see totally, it. Eh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Um, interesting. Also, Craig Alexander um, won the race by like one or two seconds. Oh. He caught up to Chris Liedo in the finishing straight and just gassed him in the finishing oh, straight. Really? <laughs> Beautiful. Loving it. Loving it. Okay, coming up, we've got a few races coming on, and we love cheap races, don't we, John? Look at their pronunciation up. The Moravian Mar- Man, which is in the Czech Republic. Nice. If the economic crisis is hitting you hard. <laughs> And you want a cheap race to do, go to this one. It's US, approximately US $50. I think it was 80 euros to enter. It's in the Czech Republic. Looked pretty cool. Six loops on the bike, four loops on the run. Cheap race if you're complaining about things being expensive. That's There's right. your option. There's go your to option. Czech, Czech Republic. We've got a quarter lane coming up. And obviously we're looking at last year's results. Yep. Which I couldn't find. Just <laughs> click, on, click on that link then. I didn't. It took me this page. No, it didn't. Okay, here we go. Where? That one. one. The uh, blue one you haven't clicked on. Sorry, John. Up. I'm sorry. And the field for Coeur d'Alene is... Smoking? Not looking too flash. Oh. We have, if, we, <laughs> if we look back at last year's race, uh, Tom Evans took it out in 8.34 from Victor Zmensev and Michael Lovato in third. Girls side, of things, yep, girls side of things, Heather Wordle was in first, Heather Golnick second, Tina Brown in third. Heather Golnick does a lot of racing. She does. Okay, have we looked at the field for this year? Yes. Go to that page, the red page. Oh, now I, see, I did have the right page up, but the wrong page is in. Okay, now what? M-Pro. M-Pro, here Div- we go. Division. My prediction for this race is going to be that Rhodesy is going to take it out. M- it looks like his kind of field. There's not many big names. You didn't click on division like I told you to. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> click on division. Division, okay. Yes, can I go now? Get list. Okay, here we go. So, Brian Rhodes, number 20, going to take it out because he's a Kiwi. When I look at the rest of the field, TJ Tolkinson, he's probably going to push the pace Pretty a little good book. on. Push the pace on the bike a bit. Um, other than that, I'm not, no seeing one, any, eh? not seeing any big names that are going out. I don't even really see any second-tier names I know. Alex McDonald, he's not too bad. Um, but I think this is Rosie's race. How did that happen? How did he get away with such an easy field? Well, I think the, the thing is we're seeing so many 70.3s and half-distance races. Uh, people, so are starting to think, people are starting to think, well, I've got to make a buck here. I'm going to maybe do an early-season race yep. and, and, and uh, a late-season race. And now race. you've got people like Crowey. Oh, we've got a funny email through from Cat. And uh, who's taken off overseas pretty soon, which is cool. But she was saying she was listening to a few of our older shows, and you were going, "Crow will never make it." Nine, man. <laughs> oh, rubbish! I never said <laughs> that. You I said, oh, I, "I don't think he's got it." It was too fast. <laughs> I was loving it when she told me that. Okay, uh, and then we're gonna go F Pro, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Crow, he'll never make it. He'll never. No, it's W Pro. Oh man. Okay. Let's see if WTC can make their sights a little. Small, Small field. field, man. Last year's winner, Heather Wirtle, is in there. Um, Kate Mage is in there. She should be pretty strong. But again, no um, real Edith Niederfringer. Pretty open race, so pretty open They're race. not doing the female-male thing anymore, are they? Remember when they used no. to make that the big race? No, they're just doing crap money at both now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're in love with WTC today, aren't yeah. we? Okay, uh, Ironman Japan. is also coming up this weekend. Last year, Luke McKenzie, who finished 33rd at Kona, um, was elevated to 32nd after disqualification. That's right. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, he's defending champion. Oh, I've missed you, John. Oh. Yeah, I've missed you. <laughs> Park Byung-hung, the Korean machine, 38 years of age. That's pretty young. Kieran Doe? Kieran Doe. Oh, he's got to be favourite, doesn't he? He raced at the weekend, I think last weekend he did a race in Asia. It might have been the weekend before, but a, a sort of half or middle distance race. So, you know, Kieran Doe, if he's on form... If he pulls it, it's his day, isn't it? Kill it! Yep. But if he's not on form, he'll break a seat post and yep. uh, 
get five punches and that'll be that. Okay. Uh, and There's not much to do with form really, but is it? No. <laughs> and then on the girls' side of things, uh, Rebecca Preston, I thought she'd retired this season, but she's on her way back, obviously. Um, she's a pretty clear favourite there on the girls' side of things. And Nicole Klinger and Hilary Biscay will keep chugging along there and she'll get, get in the top few. Yeah, maybe she'll want to race one day. She's always got close. She, she got one yet? She did get one, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She got one, yep, because I remember yep. emailing her. I just wanted to give this one a plug. Ironman. Yep. Uh, it's coming up in the end of August, and it's a race. Uh, give us an email. just say trying to get numbers up and stuff. And if you're in Ireland, it's an Ironman distance event. And uh, Ironman, I'll put a link to it on our website. It's going to be running on the 23rd of August, uh, a Sunday race. Mm. Yeah. A lot of Europe races, Sunday races. Are they? Yep. Okay. And... Uh, for, I think for aspiring pros, maybe pop them an email as well. I think they're looking for to bolster their pro field. Might have a little bit of prize money there as well, so give them a buzz. It's yeah. org. Yep, and so I'll put a link to that on www.iamtalk.me. What else we got here? We've got Barcelona drafting, and we've got a few emails about this, haven't we? The jersey modifier. No, he changed it, didn't he? He's not allowed to. No, he is allowed to, John, because that was probably your worst work. Did he or did he not modify his jersey? Yes, he did, John, but... I can't remember what he wanted to call himself. I, I think it was something like innovator or something like that. The ideas man. The, I have to admit, because when we drove around Europe in the car together, he was coming up with ideas all the time. And he's a funny man because he's great with ideas, but he knows he can't be bothered doing any of them. Right. So he's willing to pass his ideas along. Well, I'm prepared to compromise here. You and it works with your jersey because he was an ideas man with that. You can compromise. We can have a compromise here. You can call him the ideas man. Okay. He can call himself the ideas man, <laughs> yeah. but I'll keep calling him the jersey modifier. Okay. So the ideas man did Barcelona and, and he didn't have a very good idea about <laughs> reading the race manual apparently drafting was absolutely ridiculous and I actually saw a link to it someone sent a link through I didn't open that yeah. oh it was it was it was a cycle race it was like it like, was it was ridiculous like clear water sort of thing yeah it was yeah. it was a soccer race and uh and the thing is the draft busters was just going crazy but he said it was kind of unavoidable because there's so many people on the course well, I think the other th- the point of confusion that happened is I think they just went around and just noted your number and didn't actually tell you that you were busted oh and, so it wasn't until afterwards and so you didn't really didn't really know um, so in a situation like that do you care well it's a bit of, there's the language barrier as well so if you, a lot of but let's say you've finished a race mm. and you get decoded because I don't know you got done drafting or something oh, I'd care would you yeah I don't mind if you had a crapper of a race and you bombed out, you go, yeah! <laughs> it's not going to be held on athletes for the rest of my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so hopefully they, they can sort that out because they have the you know, the double distance there, the, the full iron race later this year, and apparently it's the same course, just two laps oh, off. Okay. So hopefully they can sort that out and make sure everybody is really clear because, um, yeah. What are these ones first? First of all, WTC have bought out Extreme, the makers of IMN Germany. Mm, the German Gazette again has told us this. So. Yeah. We're actually trying to get an interview with the guy who owns it, aren't we? We'll get, we'll get onto that. I'll probably do it over in Kona, though. Well, we should do it now. It's topical. Okay, then. And apparently he's a good talker. He'll tell you everything. Okay. So let's you get practice on your German. Yeah, no, he's a good English speaker. Well, we can speak a bit of German as well. Can you? Go. Ich Kaiser John. Ich habe eins festens Weibruder. That's pretty good, mate. Come come bestens und Bam. I love you, but I can't remember it. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, WCC have bought out... Uh, so they've done a couple of things. They've also bought out a race called 5430. Uh, Neil Olsen was telling us about this. And it's one of the big half kind of distance races in Boulder. Yeah. And uh, so they're obviously trying to acquire everything, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you look at... We've just talked about how many 70.3s in that, in that sort of opening. So last weekend there was probably four or five. It's fantastic. That, that I think that what they're doing with 70.3s is, is great. The, yep. 
races are getting coverage they would have never had. They're getting good pro fields. Yep. Um, big I numbers. Think, I think it's, <coughs> it's good, doing good things for the 70.3 series. Um, my concern is they're going around, and actually this is the hot topic of the week, so I won't go into it too much. Well, I don't like your hot topic of the week because we've done it before. Have we? Yeah. Okay, then maybe it's yeah. not such a good one. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, tell me your concern. My concern is, is they're going for complete monopoly, which is obviously yep. what they're trying to do. They've bought up all the media. They're trying to buy all the races. Um, so are we becoming suckers? It's guys like us that are making a difference, isn't it, John? It is, I guess so. But, <laughs> well, uh, we are, because we're the objective voice. Yeah, so it's... Uh, like, you know, you buy triathlete magazine, you don't see them criticising WGC, do you? No. You know, and in and, and, and our sport, we need people who are going to do that, don't we? Mm. So, us and challenge yep. against WTC. No, we're not really against them. I, I like a lot of things they're doing, no, but, 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 but monopoly we'll situations are not, are not good. Well, that also provides opportunity because often they become unfocused, mm. you know, and then you can get someone who comes and really focused. And all good. So yeah, interesting times. You need a masseuse, John, don't you? Epicamp, uh, New Zealand. John um, can't do the first half of it, can he? He can't do any of it. Oh, he's doing Challenge Wanaka. Oh, really? So, How selfish. Yeah, very selfish. He listens to the show now as well. John, <laughs> selfish. Selfish is selfish, man. <laughs> no. Um, so we, we're, we're looking for some support crew for Epic Camp New Zealand. We're looking for somebody for the North Island. I think we've got somebody for the South Island, but particularly looking for a multitasking masseuse who can uh, massage during the night and help out a little bit during the day. Good experience. If you listen to the Epic Camp podcast, you sort of know what it's all about. If you're interested, just pop us an email. It'll come through to me and uh, we'll get on to you. Nice. Love your work. Honestly, it's good good fun, isn't it? Yeah. Although I've done helping out stuff. Endurance sport travel. Oh, do you want to talk about it now? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. No, we're going to talk about it now. Endurance sport travel and Bevan and I, I am talk, are teaming up on a Kona trip. Beautiful. And we're liking it. So if you haven't heard of endurance sport travel before, it's Ken Glass. We were actually hoping to get him on the show today, but he couldn't make it in the end. supposed to make it on the show. Had a little medical drama today. (laughs) We'll maybe talk to him about next week. Um, So he's going to be uh, on the show in the next couple of weeks to talk about endurance sport travel a bit more. But they wanted us to get, get across to you guys that... I'm in Lake Placid and Switzerland are coming up real soon. If you've got this crazy idea that you want to go and do them they have, or you missed out on entry and if you always wanted to do them, they have some um, some spots available through their business. Um, so go onto endurancesporttravel.com and uh, you can get onto it. Cool thing is when you go onto, if you want it's to go... It's a great on, website, isn't it? It is a nice looking website. I know yeah. you love those websites, people. Oh, pretty website makes a difference, man. Uh, you go on there and you can, it's, the good thing is you can customise what you want. Like you can say, yeah, I want accommodation, I just want um, race entry, I want uh, I want a bike build, I want my bike packed oh, for great. me, unpacked okay. for me, I want transfers. So if you want to go and do Switzerland or you want to do Placid, which are both coming up, Get on there and get in touch with them. And then uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk to Ken Glar a bit more about... Um, I can't wait to get him doing. on. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's obviously a very smart businessman. The great thing about Ken Glar is he's not somebody who's that material, is he? You know, he's kind of kept core to his values. And, you know, but obviously, it's, look, they have so many events. And so if you're thinking about doing an event somewhere around the world, honestly, go to their website and check it out because they're obviously pretty professional. I've been doing it for such a long time. Mm. And he also runs a couple of men, doesn't he? He did. I don't know if he still does. Okay. He's involved with them or not. So, but um, but he's also just uh, you know been there and done that, eh? He's speedos and singlet man. Yeah, and he still keeps on trucking, eh? He man. does. We'll talk to him a bit more about that next week. We're going to be staying with them when we go to Kona. So, if Love you want to um, guarantee a good uh, little conversation on the show, come along and stay with us on, on the trip to Kona. Uh, it should be good times. Yeah. So, honestly, if you ever think about doing a, a race somewhere in the world and you want someone to organise it all for you. Check out EnduranceSportsTravel.com. Okay, hot topic of the week. So John did have a hot topic of the week. What are you doing? Oh, this is for last week's one. Oh, okay, let's do that now. Oh, Bevan hasn't done his piece. Well, because you rang me up early. <laughs> you changed the schedule on me. I always do half an hour before the show. Okay, okay. you keep talking. 
several weeks ago, the hot topic of the week was uh, questions we can ask pros on a regular basis. So um, we're just going to pick five questions. We're going to have I've picked out five, and Bevan's going to have a few, and we'll merge them together, and we'll have five, our five picks. Okay. And we're going to ask whenever we get a pro athlete on, we're going to ask them that. We good response. Fifteen comments there. Some nice. some some good ones. Some. Interesting, thought-provoking ones. Okay, you start with your ones, and I'll try to find some here. RJ Kern kicked it off with favourite workout, favourite food, guilty pleasure, first bike, do you wear an iPod when you run? The thing and the deliverer did want to change his person. What do we call him? Do we call him the deliverer? Something like he that. He wasn't that happy with it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what needs to be Mr. changed in the sport? Mr. Consistency, that's what we called him. Oh, was it? Okay. Favourite race and why? Favourite training location? One piece of advice for everyone but Ironman should know. And who's going to win? Mm. Uh, Just a great one. Jay, Jay Waters. Do uh, you listen to Ian talk? talk? Yeah. Good put, question. put them on the spot. Yeah. Who would you rather take? <laughs> John or Bevan? It's a no-brainer. Uh, do you pee on the bike? Yes. Do you, I actually like these questions, Jay. I've, I've got one of them on my little The moisturiser one? No. Do, do you use moisturisers <laughs> like Bevan? Yeah. It could be for the... I, that, I'm gonna, that's going to be my one. Okay. Yeah. Wax or shave? Wax or shave. That's for the boys. I'm going to ask the boys that one. We can maybe have a female section and a male section. Okay. Well, we can ask girls if they wax or shave. Yeah. Neither. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go. Stacey Head, how many hours do you train or do you stretch? Do yoga or get massage? That's a really good one. I've got that one down as well. Uh, Which one's your favorite meal and least favorite meal? Are you going to a tech guy or girl or your old school? How often do you shave your legs? You kind of got that one in there. Mm -hmm. I love the way we all know about how much people shave. Uh, How do you prepare for race day mentally? Mark Snelson, uh, what don't you like about triathlon? Oh, nice. What is your biggest achievement outside the sport? Have you ever been arrested? Oh, got an interesting story. No, I've, I've got an interesting story on that later on. Uh, do you, uh, do, what do we? Everyone get to hear this story? Do you yeah, get arrested in Poland? I'll go into it. Okay. It's pretty close. <laughs> do you um, do you own do you do you own, do you own bike mechanics? And what are you going to do when you can't race anymore? Okay, and lastly, Nathan Nathan Bradford. Um, what do you have for breakfast on race day? Who's your current Ironman favourite? Favourite Ironman? What do you do on a day off? If prize money wasn't an issue, would you go back to Kona World Record? Go for a current go all oh. out for record. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, have you ever turned up at a race and forgotten something vital, such as running shoes? Have you ever done that? I do it all the time. No, I have my checklist, you see. Oh. Mm. I don't nowadays because I'm experienced. Yeah. I'm not racing so much either. But uh, yeah, I've forgotten shoes, I've forgotten caps, goggles. Anybody else out there surprised by that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are your five? It's my five. Uh, number one, um, this is just a random selection of ones that I quite like. Would you race? Okay, here's the deal. Wait a second. You get to pick two, I get to pick two, and then we paper scissors rock for the last one. So you get to pick your top three out of your five. I get to pick my top three. I'll go through my five first. Okay. okay. Um, number one, would you race as an age grouper after, after your pro career? Uh, number two, wax or shave. Nice look. Um, what would your season look like if you could pick your races for performance only and not making money? Uh, number four, how many hours a week do you stretch, yoga or get a massage? Number five, do you have, what do you have for breakfast on race day? Okay, so my five... Oh, I think I've got, I've got three. I'm just going for my top three. Okay. And then you get to pick your top two, and then we paper scissors rock for the fifth one. Okay. Best of three for paper scissors rock. That's going to be quality entertainment. <laughs> no, no, we're just best of one. First, okay, best first. of one. Okay. So first of all, Jay Waters, I like this. Do you use moisturiser like Bevan? That's one of my standards. It's staying in there. Okay. Okay, it doesn't have to be like Bevan, but do you moisturise your face and look after your face? My second was from Rob Holt, and I like this one. What was... 
Uh, wait a second. I can't even find it now. What was the dumbest thing you've ever done in a race? Okay. Like that one. And then this one came from Daniel. What's the German name? The, the Gazette. Okay. How fast do you think you could go if you did a 180k bike or solo marathon? Right. I like that one. Okay, okay so I'm going to say the marathon and the moisturiser are my two. And my paper scissors rock question is what's the stupidest thing you've ever done, dumbest thing you've done in a okay. race? Okay, mine is going to be uh, would you race as an age grouper after your pro career? Nice. And you've got to do your weeks of shave, don't you? That's going to be my third one, I think. How many hours a week do you stretch, do yoga, or get a massage? That's not that exciting. Well, it's going to be. Weeks of shave, come on. Make that one your third one. No, because I'm not confident with my rock scissors paper. Well, it's, 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 it's a fluke. Okay, here we go. Ready? It's not. You've got to go one, two, th- on the three. You don't go one, yeah. two, three early. Yeah. Okay, ready? Go. Thinking about, hold on. Hold on. So, so say it again because I, d- I wasn't really listening. You go one, two, three. So it's on, on the three. three. Yeah, that's three. how I do it. That's how okay, I do it. Okay, okay, good. Ready? Go. One, one two, three. three. Oh, oh, we moved the paper. Oh, Let's go again. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, no. Scissors, take it. I, Scissors took out the paper. I thought you'd go rock on that first oh. one. Oh. Uh, so wax and shave it is. So our five questions are: Would you race as an age grouper after your pro career? Do you use moisturiser or facial stuff? And how many hours a week do you stretch, yoga, or massage? What was? Oh, how fast do you think you could go if you went 180k or solo marathon? Wax or shave. Maybe we'll have a fifth one that we'll maybe just change around. But we have four confirmed. Fifth one will just change. Around. No, I like wax or shave. Okay. Are you a bit worried but, if it's well, a real respectable I'm, I'm person? Not, I'm not going to ask a girl if they wax or shave. Because, I will. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll say, look, we have five standard questions. Okay. We ask everybody. We're not sexist. We're not, there's no biased. Mm-hmm. Do you wax or shave? Okay. <laughs> so what's our, what's our topic for this week? You vetoed mine. Okay, I vetoed yours because yours, his was, was, is WTC taking over by private equity firm a good thing for the sport? And we have done that in the past. Have we? Okay. Yeah. I so my question is, are the Trifleet magazines getting worse or better? And if so, which ones are the good ones? Nice. See? Like it. See what I did there? Yep. Nice. Just kind of topical. Yep. Yeah, beautiful. We did well, John. 25 minutes. 26 just ticked over. Good. Let's good work on the paces of rock. Right, let's go. You're normally pretty sharp? Yep. I'm nice. good. I'm good at it. Yeah? Go. Really? Pause. <laughs> yeah. Killing it. Website of the week. And this week we've got, oh, so good old Neil Scholes. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. They're doing something pretty cool, aren't they, John? Yep. They're going to do what they are calling mysteeldonkey.com. And what they're doing is over fifth, over 10 days, and this is starting like on the 26th of June, pretty soon, 23rd of June, they're going to be them. It's basically him, his mate, how do you say that name? Gideon. Gideon York and Tony Watson are going to cycle from John O'Groats in the north of Scotland. Remember John O'Groats from a few weeks ago when you, th- when you thought it was a person? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I've got a good story about that, but we'll save it for another day. Uh, north end of Scotland uh, to the land ends of far southwest of England. The joggle. The joggle. Basically 1,500 k's in 10 days. So 550 k's a day. And they've got Beth, Juliet, driving for the support vehicle. And her what? sister Jenny is fine. Now, quite a few Phoenix. people do the, um, do the joggle, though. John and Groats to, to... Is it quite popular, is it? I wouldn't say it's quite popular, but I mean, it's yep. it's, it's a lot more common than, say, riding length of New Zealand, which we're doing on Epic Camp New Zealand. Oh, really? Up. Yeah. Where do they go to do that, John? Yeah. <laughs> but they don't actually... We've only got two spaces left. Oh, there you go. Um, but what's probably <laughs> going to make it slightly more challenging, or significantly more challenging, is they're doing it on single-speed bikes. So wow, doing that's it on, pretty um, cool. 44-17 gear ratio. 
So that's going to be um, spinning if they get a tailwind and uh, grunting it a bit up some of the climbs. I think it's really cool, eh? Yeah, and they're also they've got a... I mean, they're doing it for the achievement of, of being able to do it, but they're also doing it... Uh, they've got a charity, which um, a lot of people do these things. They've got, they've got their charity. And their one is... Just click on the support there, Bevan. Oh, support. Oh. Oh, no. Fundraising. What is it? Just, uh, support up top there. They're doing it for Help for Heroes, which oh, uh, support our wounded. So it's sort of a non-political thing. Been to war and yep, yep. Come back, and if they're beat up in any way, this this charity helps them. These the guys that are doing this are all sort of uh, ex-navy or still in the navy guys. So um, yeah, what's really hearts. cool is they've given us a plug on their website. So they're getting it, giving, <laughs> giving the love back, giving the love back, give a little bit. So, um, yeah, so if you want to give them some support, go to the website. The website is mysteeldonkey.com, and uh, on this front page, they have a Just Giving link, and you go there, and you can give some money to them, and it's all good in the hood. They're hoping to raise five raise £5,000, and they currently have around £600. Pounds, so. um, if you're also interested in finding out what it, the, where they go and the, and the route, and if you want to do something like this yourself, if you go to the website, they have got the route that they're taking from um, the top of Scotland down to the bottom of um, England, so you can check that out and... Maybe something you can aspire to further down the track. Have you worked? It's going to be solid though. It's um, 10 days of doing basically 150k a day. And I can't imagine it's an easy day. I'm sure no, got some ups and downs. Definitely be some undulating in that. Oh, you don't have really One any, speed. You don't really have any mountains <coughs> that you go over as such. Um, it'd be pretty similar to, do, to New Zealand. Um, would you do Epic Camp on one speed? That would be quite a challenge. That would be a challenge. You have, yeah. uh, some quite big variations in speed on Epic Camp. Yeah. <laughs> and if you lose your onions. It's not fun. No, it's not fun. One, two, three, four. Half five. Part yeah, two. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Um, the, the girl who, this is part two, from, sent in from the John the Mountain Snail. Yep, Hancock. Hancock. It was um, 10 points that were put in the Guardian yeah, newspaper. From Holly Avery. Holly Avery. Avery. And she's a young girl who qualified for the Olympics while she was still at school. Great. And I was actually standing in, um, when I was in Madrid, <clears throat> I was standing there chat, chatting to one of the UK coaches I know, Ben Bright, and, uh, and there was a girl standing next to him, and I kind of, Sure, that's Holly Avil, what it is. But I didn't say anything. I wasn't quite sure because she didn't have a big thing all over her. Big uh, name you should have said we, we've stolen her ideas. I should have done. She probably knew you, John, because <clears throat> she probably listens. She did, but she bombed out of the race. She DNF'd. Well, but who did do well, John? We'll talk about that later. Oh, really? And who coaches <laughs> there, John? Who, was it? Well, who, who predicted it? I predicted it on the, the show before I left. Did you? You said, who's going to win? I said, yeah, but Andrew I think you were mocking it. It. <laughs> it, it was no mocking intended. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, so we'll go from 6 through to 10. Keep a, number six, keep a training diary. Oh, wait a second. The topic was how to maintain a balanced life or how to fit training in yeah. your time management. Time, time management. Four. Keep a training diary. I use Training Peaks, which allows my coaches to see all the training data on my Garmin 4Runner 405. I wonder if she's sponsored by Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> and set future training sessions. But an old-fashioned training diary will work for the average triathlete. Writing, writing your goals and your sessions down on paper makes you accountable and improve your, improve your race times. Totally agree with that. I have... Um, a guy that I coach who's been tracking his like his 1k time trial effort over the last um, couple of years and he's been keeping in his training log and he's, it's a fantastic way to keep everything in place otherwise you just forget all that information nice it is it is true it is true because the other thing is is training diaries why they're kind of performance great you, you may not train this hard forever you know what I mean? This may be a period of your life where you're just doing this crazy amount of training. And like when you get to 60 or 80 or 100 or whenever, you just want to look back and reflect on what you've done in your life or what you did at that period of time. It's quite cool to look back and think, man, I did used to do some crazy stuff I there. used eh? to be a machine. <laughs> now look at me. 
<laughs> what happened? Always give yourself new challenges and face your fears. It's great being in Lungsburg University as I have access to top range of coaches. This year, for instance, I'm working on my sprint, sprinting, which is what? You're nodding. I don't know why she's working on sprinting. There's no point working on your sprinting until you're winning races, but that's another point. Okay, well, let's just give this one away. Yeah. <laughs> Bugger number seven. Bugger number seven. Uh, which is increasingly important in the last stages of triathlon, John. That's why she's working on her sprinting. New challenges are very important. I used to be scared of water, for instance, but in January I spent a month in Australia learning how to catch a wave and use the water to my advantage. Whatever your standard, the important thing to ask yourself is, what is the worst that can happen? Many triathletes worry about the start of the swim, but you can do two things. Practice open water swimming and be a, what's that? Sanguine. I didn't have a clue what that word was either. <laughs> okay. But I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> and it means to just be happy about it or something. I've oh, never heard that word before in my life. Oh, great. People don't mean to help you. If it happens, don't get flustered. Don't, don't get flustered. Nice. Number don't eight. Get sanguine. Don't get sanguine. No, get sanguine. Oh, get sanguine. Yeah, get sanguine. Right. Um, sometimes motivate. We're a bunch of doofuses. <laughs> Excuse if we both failed English. I, I, I just passed English. Yeah, um, sometimes, sometimes motivating yourself has to come from within. The first morning I got back to, to the UK from Australia, I got up at 5am and it was snowing. As I made the five-minute jog to the pool, I kept telling myself, training on days like this will make me mentally strong, a mentally strong athlete. In the Madrid World Cup last year, the weather was terrible and, I had, uh, and it was... It was tough enough to battle on. Others weren't, while I was tough enough to battle on, others weren't so strong. I mean, it's horrible outside. Wrap up warm and get stuck in. It'll do you good, honest. It's interesting. I was reading that book I've talked a lot about lately, Good to Great. But mm-hmm. his wife is Julie Collins, who won Ironman Hawaii in like two thousand. John 85. Collins was the guy who found it. Julie. Collins. No, no, but his wife. She won it. Oh. So his wife, and so he talks about Ironman. He talks about Dave Scott, and he's talking about how he talks about discipline in the book and how important discipline is, mm-hmm. and then talks about Dave Scott, and he's saying how. When Dave Scott was racing, he would drain the fat out of um, what's that kind of cheese you get? Um, uh, like, um, cottage cheese. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't that there's was that much benefit. It was just more of the discipline of doing it. Yeah. And you know, no one else would be doing this. And, and that's kind of her point there, isn't it? You know, mm. mentally it makes you strong, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, resist temptation is number nine or number four today. We all know that what student life entails. You remember that, John? I went crazy. <laughs> You're a party animal. Uh, but when most people go out on Friday and Saturday night, I have a quiet coffee with my friends or have an early night. You can't drink regularly and succeed because your performance suffers through dehydration. It's a sacrifice you've got to make. I prefer to be an athlete who went to the Olympics to someone who was a normal student. The old 80-20 rule applies here, I think, Bevan. You've got yep. a good 80% of the time, 20% yeah, of the time. It's okay, not bad for a little you, bit yep. of fun. Yep. But you can't, if you're starting to get close to 50-50, <laughs> danger, to danger. <laughs> uh, number, number 10 or number 5 for today, get support from your friends. It's important to make people aware of why you're making the sacrifice you're making. So yep. communicate your goals and tell your friends how serious you are. If people are narky about it, then they're not really your true friends. Oh, I think one thing that's really important here, and this is one thing I learned through doing Ironman, is to not neglect friendships. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do an 80-20 rule, make sure that 20% of your time, you may not have to drink and get drunk with your mates, but actually put time into your friendships when you're doing Ironman because mm-hmm. you know we get so selfish and we get so focused on this goal and it's like, oh, I want to go out with my mates tonight, but I've got to do this long ride tomorrow. And sure, if it's a key ride and it's close to the race, definitely, but don't neglect your friendships because you're tired because... Come the other side of it when you need your mates. You're you nobody. You're nobody. You on your bike. I'm so lonely. So, yeah, great. You and Holly, you're tired, aren't you? Me and Holly, 
Yeah. Not having a good time in Madrid, though. Really? No, she said last year wasn't so good, and this year wasn't good either. Never mind. Yeah. No, she said last year was good because she held strong. Yeah. Yeah, but this year she didn't because the weather was easy. easy. Well, it wasn't that easy. It was 33 degrees. Well, gangster music happening this weekend. Go, gangster. Here's the gangster music. Here we go. Pop a cap in you, John. <laughs> Why are you going to pop a cap in me? <laughs> because of my gangster music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pop a cap in the cap. Right, we've got an email through from Michael Baker. Does it, does it, does it with the double K? I've never seen double K before. Oh, Baker? Yeah. I'd imagine it'll be Baker. Been listening to the show for three years and love it. And we love that you love it. Uh, I would like to nominate my dad, Art Baker, for Age Grouper of the Week. Last weekend, he completed his first triathlon. I know it's an Ironman or IM talk, but it's an accomplishment worthy of an Ironman. My father was diagnosed with, whoa, how does that one? Atrial fibrillation. At the age of 53. For those who are not familiar with this condition, it's where the top portion of your heart beats out of rhythm with your lower heart. So it kind of goes boom, 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 boom. Kind of like the music we just had on. Right. Um, 80% of the time when his heart beats, it is in a normal rhythm like you or I. But when it goes into AFib, it feels like he's running sprints on the track. But really, he's just sitting on the couch. Uh, prior to starting out triathlon the set day, he went into AFib. Instead of backing out of the race, he went ahead and completed it. He felt horrible the entire time. But as he's... Wait but has seen the joy and pleasure my sister have had with triathlon. He has been training for the last two years and truly wanted to go on. He came out last place but was glad to have finished. I personally have never completed such under, under such difficult life-threatening conditions. I am truly inspired by what he has done. Very Pretty awesome, eh? it is, it is correct. It's not an Ironman, but we share the, the triathlon love and the sport, and... Uh, it's pretty outstanding to be able to... to it really to, is, to, eh? To, to do whatever, if he had that um, sort of attack just before the race and and then going on to do it, it's pretty solid. Man, because most people pull out. I don't think most, most most of us can't really comprehend what it's like to have one of these, you know, condition like this. And, and, and I think the problem through. is that a lot of people just think, oh, harden up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, hey, this guy's 60, you know, he's, yeah. he's not a spring chicken. And it's like, he's 60 and he's got this condition. It's pretty serious, obviously. Six, and 60, not that old, Bevan. No, I know. I'm not going to go into the age thing anymore. I'm sick of people emailing me. So am I. Don't email us about us. We know you're young. We know you're young. And we are impressed. It was more when it's like young. Who cares? Anyway. Bloody awesome. <laughs> Broke your chain of thought there. It is very outstanding. So Art, Art, it's a pretty cool name. Art is a cool what, name, what is isn't it? What is it short for? I just think Art. Is it? Okay. Art, Art Isles, that kind of works. I'm going to my next boy, Art. Art, okay, you have another one, eh? No. Okay, <laughs> something we should know. Art Baker, you are our... Age group of the week. week. Love your work. And it was also at the Pine Triathlon and Rapid Parks in Minnesota, USA. Nice. John, I'm going to pause for a second here because we need to discuss something. Yes. Wait a I'll put some more gangster music on. Here okay. we go. Questions and answers. because I popped the cap in you and you forgot, didn't you? <laughs> cap hurts, man. <laughs> Can I pop a cap in your ass? Right, we've had our competition. The Vine Man competition, haven't we, John? The Vine Man competition for a free entry. We had quite a few little interesting poems coming in. Some well, good, some average. Some were very average. That's all right. But it's good to see you showing your creative side. Let's just give Vine Man a bit of a plug here. Go find Vine Man. Man. Com. 
Yep. Remember they have a 70.3 and they have the, the full Vyman. This is going to be for the full Vyman distance. 1st of August, 2009, 20th anniversary full Vyman. If you want to do a great race, it's been around for a while. It looks pretty beautiful in the photos on the website. And you're based in America. It's probably California, I'm thinking. I think it is. Yep. Uh, it's a great race to do. So check out the website, www.vyman.com. But they've given us a free entry and they also give some cool gear. I had the socks on yesterday, actually. Looking pretty fashion, weren't you, John? Yep, looking nice. Fireman socks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you want, we had the competition withdrawn out of the hat because there were so many good poems, a couple of average ones. Yep, it was, was close. It was we didn't go by quality of poem, did we, in the end? Not saying that the one who wasn't... Well, no, but we didn't... What are we going? We went out of the hat. <laughs> we went out of the hat. Yeah, yeah. We went out of the hat. Yep. And here comes the Vine Man poem. Okay, you can read it, John. Last year I said no more. No more! I just can I, Oh, shit, I'm going to start again. Wait, do you want me to do like a backbeat and we can do a rap? Okay, ready? Last year I said no more. I just cannot ignore the Iron Man lore. I listen to Iron Man talk every week. I must still be a tri-geek. The full Vine Man is always hard. How can I resist an Iron Man distance race in my backyard? Yeah. If John and Ben give me free entry, I'll get off my rear and suffer with glee. Yeah! Oh, I missed that last line. Let's do it again. If John and Ben give me an entry for free, I'll get off my rear and suffer with glee. Oh, mate, that was awesome. Hopefully you can hear what I was saying above, above the beatbox. No, it was perfect. Perfect. But that was from uh, John Jury. Yes, and uh, his house. Is proud dad of fourteen-year-old boy, so lovely. So he's going to get additional challenge of training with a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, will now be maybe 16, 18 weeks old. Yeah, and having to train up now for full vine man. John, that was legendary. It was. This is, this is going to be a gangster show. Yep. Yep. That's Check out right. the photos on the website this week. We should have interviewed Eminem or something. Eminem, yeah. Do you like his new song? I haven't heard it. Really? Do you listen to the radio? No. Do you? I don't. Did you, no. see, did you see how the guy found his bum in his face? No. Really? No. Do you, do you, do you, I don't get do you, out of lobby. Do you realise there's a world out there? No. It's triathlon is my world. It doesn't happen triathlon. I'm not, not, not concerned. I'm trying to kill time here, John. We don't need to. <laughs> oh, we don't? No. Are we doing all right? We'll have plenty of stuff to talk okay, about. Okay, next question is from... So, well done, John. Send us through an email and we'll give you through the information so that you can get on to the Ironman. This one's from Alan from England. I'm doing Ironman Austria and I'm torn between wearing straightforward tri-clothing on the bike and a 2002... <laughs> this is a good one. 2002 Tour de France yellow jersey. I like the jersey. It fits well and the yellow makes me go faster. However, would I look like a bit of a dick wearing it? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You missed, you missed your opportunity, Alan. If you'd come along and got a uh, I Am Talk jersey, you would have looked sensational. Yes, it is true. I think you would look like a bit of a dick wearing a bike jersey. Does it matter, John? Well, that's personal personal choice. Does not matter? Like, I think if you're a contender, or you're contending your age group, yeah. maybe then's not the time to do it. Yeah. But if it's just you, you know, a recreational guy, and, you know, like, no one's going to be looking at you. Is it full zip, though? Well, that's fatal, isn't it? Yeah. Although I feel it hurt me and wrote. To be honest, I would have got my nine. <laughs> Why? Why did it hurt you? Because I couldn't get the bottom of the no. thing. There's no. a pull over the top. Remember, if you're putting bike jersey on, you've got to be careful of things falling out of your pockets. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're so saying no? Don't wear the yellow. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever worn a yellow top? Never. In a race. I've never got the yellow jersey in bloody epic camp. It's going to change this year. Oh, really? Stephen Lord, you're going down! You worked pretty hard when Albert got it, weren't you? You were close to it. You were always close, weren't you? I got pink. 
And you wanted to get in the first day because that was your strategy, wasn't it? First day was to get it. You were going to me secretly. I just want to work for one day. Just going to work really hard the first day. Mm. And then Albert outsmarted you, didn't he? Did outsmart me. Yeah, how did he do that? I can't remember. I think he did an extra swim or something. He did an something extra like swim that. set, yeah. Anyway, um, I would say wearing a bike jersey in a race is, is generally a, a good idea. It means you can carry things a lot easier. It doesn't really take you that much time in the big scheme of things. Um, wearing a would yellow, you do it? Yellow, Tour de France yellow jersey? No, I would not do it. Okay. But I wear a bike jersey most of my race. Okay. Bevan, would you do it? If you had no other bike jerseys and you could not afford to go and get another <laughs> one, that was your only bike jersey and you were sitting there going, am I going to wear a tri-top or am I going to wear a bike jersey? I would go bike jersey, but depending on weather. No, oh. bike jersey is more space, more yeah, yeah, pockets. Yeah. Tries, those tri tops, the pockets are pointless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just falls out. Yeah. You can maybe put maybe, a couple of gels in Maybe in the well. run it's okay, but mm. on the bike, no. Mm. Good old Frederick Cook. That's a good name, isn't it? It is. His father discovered New Zealand. Oh, Cap- Captain. <laughs> Captain Cook. Yeah. If, he, if he donates, it's going to be his nickname. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, loving the show lately. I was wondering about your thoughts on using fuel belts or camelbacks during Ironman distance races. Fuel belts, I understand, but I can't imagine wearing a camelback on the run. Yeah, I've seen several pros doing this, especially in hot races. I also saw a female pro wearing a camelback on the bike at Clearwater. What do you guys think? Have you ever used these training or racing? Do you stick to water bottles or just use the aid stations? I'm a little bit of your opinion, Frederick. Um, I think it's a real challenge trying to wear, wear all those sorts of things when you're racing. And if, you, if it can be avoided, strongly suggest not wearing any of that stuff in the race. If you can drink the, the fluids they provide and you're comfortable with on-race site it's nutrition... It's just a waste of energy, eh? It's just a it's waste a of, of energy. Just go out and try wearing one, um, a, a, a camelback or anything. Take it off and you just feel like you're bloody floating. So my suggestion Put it on the bike. Maybe on the bike. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be so bad, and it is easy access. You know, yeah, you, you and you don't have to worry about grabbing bottles and stuff, and you yeah. get more fluid in. So not, not a silly idea on the bike. Um, it does get pretty hot, you know, blocking things off on your back. Yeah. Um, Again, weather dependent. If it's hot, you don't want a camelback on. Mm. When I did that Rootburn run mm. a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, about a month ago, um, that was, I wore a camelback in there. I actually don't like them. No. Running. No. Because I find that even getting a drink out, I, yeah, it's just not my thing. Yeah. So neither of us... Wear a fuel belt. You don't wear a fuel belt, do you? I wear, I wear a fuel belt in training, um, but in race situations, I'm able to sustain whatever yeah. they supply. Of course, I carry my gels just in the back pocket of my my, um, my sort of singlet I wear, so I don't really have a need. The thing with fuel belts, I, I wore them my first few races, and I really liked them. But then after a while, I got sick of the weight of them. And then on Epic Camp last year, we got the ones that have only two bottles. I think yep. if you're going to use a race one, maybe use one that has less bottles on it. Yep. It depends on you as an athlete. I know Cameron Brown, he's the four one, doesn't he? he loves his mm. fuel belt and. So some athletes love more. For me, I only want a little bit of stuff in those bottles, and it's more about that. So if you maybe look at Feel Belt, maybe get one that's got less bottles. Mm. Nice. Because Feel Belt is a good product. It is. Mm. It's comfortable too. It doesn't rash. Yeah, which is good, eh? Mm. Yeah, and that's the other thing about camelbacks is they can rash in your shoulders mm. and stuff, so do be aware of that. Any other questions, John? No, that's it. Trust me, we're going to... Oh, because you've got a few stories, haven't you? A few stories. Oh, okay, here we go. Sponsors! The, the Philinator... He sent us in a bit of information on Athlinks. Now, oh, if okay. we remember back to um, back to Challenge Wanaka, they yeah, had a I tri- remember it fondly. Had a great race that day. <laughs> uh, Triathlon New Zealand ran a sprint race there that day. Yep, and it was ten laps on the bike. Yeah, silly idea because nobody can count to ten. Yep, um, the Philinator. He beat you, didn't he? Well, his bike split supposedly beat mine. <laughs> um, but anyway, 
he was doing the race and uh, he actually got disqualified after the race because they said, no, you could not go that quickly. We don't know of your name. Oh, really? Um, so, so back it up. Just because they thought he had no credibility, yeah. they said, no, you can't be that good. Yeah. And they said, send us some credibility. What Philinator did, he said, here's my Athlinks profile. You can see all my results there. That you see how, how he went in um, previous races. So did they... And they reinstated him. So, and so he did beat you. His bike split beat No. Me. Different conditions, different race. <laughs> It was raining. It was bucking and rain. He beat me on the bike. Finished line. Who was first to finish line? That's what we need to worry about. Who did win? Me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you smashed him, didn't you? Yeah. Phil. So anyway, that's a good good use of athletics there. If you need, if you get disqualified from a race and they're questioning your ability, just go. go, go Here's my athletics profile. But you need to make sure you keep your athletics profile up to date because right now they've got a contest. Blend, a good good blend. And what they've got at the moment is you can win a pair of Newtons, a Blackburn. Fuel fluid, fluid, fluid trainer, trainer. trainer. Oh, great! And a blue seventy wetsuit. If you go to the website, so you know you just got to go into Tribys. Um, no, not Tribys. You go into Athlinks, and you win this through Tribys. Then you got to got to go through um, Athlinks, and you have got to make sure you firstly your profile is up to date. You make sure that you've got uh, Tribys as a friend. Yep. You got to add them as a friend, and you look at it. Oh, you get shitloads, John. You get more than that. Language beaver. Oh, sorry. You get, you get a lot of stuff. You do get a lot of stuff. <laughs> you get salt sticks. You get swim try stuff. You get gels, bag, a pair of shoes, yeah. a so, watch. Got to join up to the Tri Bias group. You got to keep your athletes profile up to date, and you've got to make sure that you um, keep your your sort of toolbox up to date as well in terms of what sort of swim, what bike, what what um, wetsuit, etc. You yep. swim. You do all those things. I've always said main thing I use Athlinks for is to make sure all their all my results are in one place. Keep all that there. You're onto a winning thing, and you're going the chance to win some awesome gear. No brainer, Bevan. It's a no brainer, John. Takes up a small amount of your time, and you can win some kick ass prizes. Nice. Yeah, that's not nice, Bev. No. Yeah. Keep moving on. Okay, so uh, trybuys.com. Now trybuys.com. We got a special email through from Cameron. And you're saying we've got the deal of the century. We have got the deal of the century. Yep. If you're in the mood for getting yourself a new bike and you want to get a Quantana Roo this is a very good opportunity the 2009 Lucero QR um, they've just received a shipment of that last year the flagship bike was selling for 4300 the frame alone was selling for $1999 um, new for 2009 they reduced the price of the bike for under 3000 and cha- um, changed up the group set to Jura 7900 and while supplies last is it, is it a tri bike or is it a <clears throat> I'm trying to find out here. Sure. Yep. We've got a link there. Here's a link here. Oh, Here's okay. A link there. Um, so, Tribuys have got an amazing deal on. You can get the 2009 QR Lucero from Tribuys for only $2,200. Wow. Quality. What's quality. great about it, John, is that it's only $100 more, the whole bike, than what the, pr- the frame would be by itself. It's a bargain. Oh, and it's it's mean looking. Mean Look looking at machine. that. It's a nice looking machine. It's pretty beautiful. Mm. So... You don't try by. So now this is limited numbers. Limited numbers. It's a full carbon dream machine for only two thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah, honestly, get on it. Go on to. We'll be will put a link up onto the site so you can go directly through to the page. And it's obviously first in first serve. So and remember, when you spend over five hundred bucks, you get things shipped for free anywhere in the world. If you spend over two uh, hundred in the states, you get things shipped for free. Well, if you buy so this bike, you get go to the bike, yeah. get for free. Man, that is cheap. Easy. Great deal. Yeah. So if you're looking at getting a new bike, now is the time. Lock Try, it in, Eddie. Trybuys.com. Lock it in. Okay. Lock it in. 
Okay, uh, coffees of Hawaii. Now go to coffees of Hawaii. We've got to see if these Patagonian shirts are still on offer because we've just got ours. Just pull it up, John. Pull mine up. It's a nice sort of. If you come to Kona and you're going to stay with Endurance Sport Travel and Bevan and I, <laughs> nice. you'll get to see these beautiful t shirts. They've got the nice little coffees of Hawaii logo on there. Bevan's going to put on some weight. Yeah. Um, nice style. And if anybody gets one, make sure you pop Albert an email on through the site and say you, you heard about it through the podcast, and that goes to our, our um, help us. Well, once again, they're helping great people do great things. Trans Pacific Yacht Race, they're supporting a team. Who are they supporting? Our coffee circled the globe in the 2008 oh, the 2009 Volvo. Volvo Ocean Race. Wow. Do you want to do one of those? No. Really? No. Those guys are animals, eh? It's crazy. I grant, grant I haven't done a lot of sailing. sailing. Have you ever sailed? No. I went once and it's bloody boring. Yeah. It was really bad. We got a really bad day and they basically told me to go underneath. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I sat underneath the boat. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but hey, each their own. Exactly. So coffeesofwai.com. Put in the code IMTALK and you get a 20% discount. And uh, come to Kona and you get go swim out to the ship. Where is it? Anyways, Quality, sorry. quality radio. <laughs> sorry. Quality. <laughs> and if you are a frequent coffee drinker, recurring delivery, you've got yourself your favourite sort of coffees of Hawaii drink. Just click on recurring delivery. Say you want to get a bag every month. Boom, just turns well, up. When you think about it, in recession time, I was, my partner was Joe was watching the news that morning, and Maddie McLean, I know some oh, reporter, yeah, on no, the morning show, whatever. And he was saying he's stopping drinking coffee because he's trying to save money, and um, he's stopping drinking coffee out, going out to cafes and stuff. Yeah. Now, if you were to buy a coffees of Hawaii and, and you're getting cafe quality coffee at home, and you know when you think you put yeah, like four or five bucks of coffee now. Oh yeah, at least plus the rest. No, well no, five, yeah. you don't pay much more than five, but, but still, yeah. you know that's only one coffee, John. I know. You know, you get this last year, a um, couple of months, God knows how long. You get one of those little, that's what Belinda does, she's got one of those little percolator things at home, put it on yep. the stovetop, she gets quality coffee. And even if you've got one of those machines at home. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you can just get it, so I figure out it's coming out now, get in it, lock it in. Get yourself some Coning Nightingale. Oh. Nice. Nice. Coffee like Florence. Florence. Yeah. Nightingale. That's right. <laughs> Very good. Coffeesofway.com. Sponsors are? Athlinks.com. Uh, get on it. Trybrice.com. Get on it. Coffeesaway.com. Pop a cap in you. Pop a cap in you. Cap a coffee. Cap a coffee. Nice. Okay, John, anything else? No. We need to mention. No. No? I told you I'd get you there. Guess there. Amazon. Amazon, if you're going to buy any books. I bought, something, I bought something through Amazon the other day. Oh, nice. Through our, through our show. You just click on um, the store. Simple as a pimple. Then click on the little Amazon button. You're away. And, uh, I bought, oh, we're mostly due for some nicknames soon. Got about four or five coming up next week. Okay, next week we're back in for nicknames. Mm-hmm. Lock it in. Do I get to make some up? Or have you already done them? No, I haven't done them. I'll let you lock a few on there. Okay, good. Because yeah, I'm nice. looking the challenge we've got here. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, John. So you've been to Europe. Tell oh, me about your trip. Everybody wants to know about your marathon, Bevan. Oh, okay. So I did the Christchurch marathon. I did uh, 246. I was hoping to go sub 240, and it didn't happen. The night before the race, honestly, hail. It's not, a, not a good start, is it, when you get hail in the night for? Honestly, to like about two hours before the race, it was hailing, windy, and they, they thought it was going to snow throughout the race. So mm-hmm. you turn up to the race. I had leggings on. I, you see my photos. It looks like I'm going skiing. <laughs> got my woolen hat on. had like four layers on. Did you get cold, though, when you ran? No, it was actually, luckily, the weather cleared up for the race. So um, it was cold, but it was, uh, yeah, if anything, I was a little bit warm at times. 
I think I can see what's what was happening here. He was trying to put lots of clothes on so he could disguise the iPod because I had spotters out there, Bevan. No, and what they tell you? They haven't told me anything yet. Yeah, actually. because if I had it, no, I didn't wear an iPod. I didn't. Did anybody wish I had? Did you see other people wearing iPods? Yeah, yeah, really? Cool. Yep, the winner did. So took off in the race. First lap, sat on my K pace. Comfortable came in around nine one nineteen twenty Bang something. On. Bang on! I sat on one two forty sixes on the first lap. Felt pretty good. Yeah. Second lap in the Christchurch Marathon, you go from being around thousands of people to being lonely. <laughs> so I was totally lonely by myself. Got to about 20Ks, feeling pretty good. 30Ks. No, yeah, basically through 20 through 30, I was just basically trying to sit on a pace that would put me in a position with 12K to go, I'd feel pretty good. Got to the turnaround point of 12K to go, and <laughs> the wind was so strong. <laughs> and the problem was, you had no one to work with, yeah. so it wasn't like you could draft someone or work off someone. Like, I was just by myself. No crowd support out there. You're just running the pavements. You really are, yeah. And yeah. it was just the wind, and so... I knew that I was going to have to work pretty hard to try and get my goal time. Mm. 12K to go, I, I basically killed myself for the next 2Ks. And, and I was still going like 4.15s. I was still going way too slow. And basically I gave up. <laughs> and then, then I just thought, oh, I'm going to prod home. And so yeah. I prodded home. And um, Actually, on, on Forever Fitness this week, my other podcast, I actually do a really good race report and kind of give a lot of lessons I learned about the race. And for those of you who maybe want to think about how to review a race afterwards, you may want to listen to that one because I, I learned a lot about that race. And... After that race, I kind of thought to myself, I probably wouldn't want to do more marathons for a while, but I kind of mentally gave up too easily. Mm. And although I was never going to get that goal time, I may have been able to do a PB. Mm. And I think going into the race, 240 was the goal. And once I didn't get that, I just didn't care. Mm. And looking back, there are a lot of things I could have done a lot better to maybe have still pulled off a PB. So if you want to listen to my thoughts on that, check out my other podcast, River Fitness. Nice. So other than that, it was, I was happy with the day. It was one of those days that, you know. And I hear um, Batman beat you or something. Robin. Robin. He passed me for about 13 cases, 14 cases ago, really? but he was smoking. Yeah. He did pretty well. He's a new world record, apparently. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? In most conditions. Fastest Superman ever. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, okay, give me some stories. You got arrested? Go. You popped a cap in someone's ass. Wasn't popping caps in anybody's ass. <laughs> felt like it, though. So, we're, we're over in Poland and um, we're doing the you know, doing the second day ride, 200k ride. Into, oh, into big Lithuania. day. Big day. Set off. You get 50k into the ride. Come up to the the border. Oh, you can get through the border. Before, before we'd left, us we've been across there heaps of times. The guys ride across there all the time. Yep. And um, I said to Yasek, "Do I need to take any you know, passport or any ID?" No, oh, sweet. We'll just go across there, cruise across out of Poland. No problems. We're in no man's land in between borders. <gasps> Can't get back in. Get into, but just try to bike into Lithuania. For some reason, they decide to have border control in the state. They're leaving uh-huh. pretty much everybody, just waving everybody through. They decide to stop the cyclists. <laughs> What happened? None of us had any passports or anything like that. And so we just thought, oh, okay, we'll, we'll bugger off and we'll go back. No, you can't do that. And oh, so they, really? They wouldn't let us go back. They wouldn't let us go into Lithuania. It took, trundled us off to their bloody oh, big really? Lithuanian <laughs> border control prison type thing. Put us in there for about three or four hours. Really? And just detained us. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so what happened? So we had to ring somebody in Poland to go and get all our documentation, drive all the way out there. And yeah, but after about four hours, we eventually got out of there. Did you finish your ride? We did finish the ride. Did you okay? Yeah, but the, 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 the morons—they they were just—it was old Soviet guys just um, wasting it, wasting time trying to fill their day. And they, they, they then made us um, sign all these things. We didn't have a clue what we were signing. My name was Tom Tom Newson, <laughs> and my address was somewhere in. Did they have an E? Did you get mad about the E? The, the, <laughs> 
the second one, the second one they had an E, it had J O N N. We had we had like five pages we had to sign. The second one had J O N N for John, and then New Som with an E. You went happy. Rob, the other guy, the English uh, Kiwi guy, lives in England. He looked at it and said, "Well, that doesn't even resemble my address." And it was in New Zealand, and I live in England. And uh, his passport, the guy brought the wrong passport. He had oh. an expired passport. They didn't even realise. He had all the pages chopped out of it. Wow. They were just wasting our time. But, and, um, but you kept, so wait a second. After you got back out, did you go through Lithuania? We went into Lithuania for about you know 150k or 100k or whatever. Were you worried about coming back, back through the border? We were a little concerned, and we just sort of gave a wave and thought, well, "Now we've got to worry about getting back into Poland." And uh, we got That's back fine. in. But nice. there was a few nervous moments there because there was not a lot of English going on. And the other funny thing was... Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, some of them could probably speak the other lingo, but you're thinking, well, I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what they're saying. The guy, the guy who's there, his name, the other Kiwi guy, was Robert Palmer. Yeah. And these guys are Lithuania in the middle of nowhere. And he looks at his passport and goes, oh, Robert Palmer. The singer. The singer. <laughs> <laughs> Rob nearly broke into simply irresistible. <laughs> So that was pretty funny. Well, it wasn't very funny at the time. It was funny for five minutes. Then. And Andrea won a race? Must have been so about yeah, that. went to Madrid, saw Andrea race, and uh, she took that out in a sprint finish. If you haven't seen sprint finish, pretty good. Came down to five. Oh, have seen it? I've seen it. Oh. Um, but I didn't see it on the day because I was out on the course. Oh. Um, took ages to decide it, but she got it by a millimetre, so it was fantastic. And uh, you were saying you thought the event was pretty awesome? They do a good job, man. I mean, really? the, the venue where this um, race in Madrid was was fantastic. The swim looked a little dirty. I probably, probably wouldn't have gone swimming there. They did eight laps of this course on the bike and basically went up well, a eight trip. laps, they were turning all the time. Um, yeah, so, well, there's sort of a, a loop, but they were going up a gnarly hill every lap. And so you, you stand on the hill and so you get to see some good action. And the girl, Did I they break the field? Oh, yeah, the girls Great. were just shelling people off the front group. There was a breakaway, and then the Andrea's group caught up the breakaway, and they were just dropping girls off the, off the group all the time, and they were, they were moving the first few laps. Wow. And the way to consider how fast they were going is Sam Warner was in the chase back. She was sitting on the front time-trialling. We know how well she's done in half Ironman yep. this year. She's just dominated, yep. and uh, she made no impression on the really? thing. She was, they, they lost about a minute to the front girls. So. Wow. It was um, it was good watching and, and yeah the road show they do there is it's fantastic live coverage and you got lots of spectators yeah good yep good number of spectators yeah yep. so it was um, it was a good event to go and do and I'd, I'd really encourage if there is a world championship series race coming your way you know with all these series now they have the age group race so it's a good chance to do the same sort of course and then sit back and watch there's one in Australia Gold Coast yep when's that uh, in August, but that's the world champ, so you've got to qualify for that one. But all the other ones, this weekend's Washington, D.C. Um, again, age group race here. They've got Hungary, they've got um, Kitzbühel, uh, and got London. So, yeah. So it's the world champs, so it's in August? That's age, like age group world champs as well. Oh, okay. So cool. combine them. You going to go over watch it? Yep. Booking my tickets today or tomorrow. What date actually. is it? I'm in Australia then, so I'm okay. 13th of September, I think, something like that. Oh, I'm in Australia then? Yeah. Gold Coast? Yeah, I am, for yeah. work. Yeah. No lies. Yeah. Oh, we're going to work. Go watch Triathlon. Yeah. Or maybe. I'm pretty sure I am. Okay. Anyway, what are you going for the rest of the week, John? Rest of the week. I'm trying to get a few more minutes. Go out right and here. ride my new kick-ass Avanti. I'm quite enjoying being on the TT bike. You, are, you look pretty professional, I'd say. Got the, 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 road, the road frame coming out. I've got the new shoes. Oh, um, got the road frame coming out tomorrow, so it's all uh, looking good in the hood. You're loving it. I noticed you ride today. got an Achilles problem, mate. Oh, what's up? Blew my Achilles out on the last day of the camp in Poland. It hasn't come right. Keep with your Achilles, mate. You don't, want to, you don't want to miss a few Achilles. Oh, yeah, it'll come right. No. I know how to deal with it. Bevan, what about you? Anything exciting happening? No. I'm going to Napier this weekend. Napier. You've been to Napier before? I went to Honeymoon in Napier. Oh, Honeymoon in Napier. Yeah. yeah. Played a game 500 the other night. Do you like 500? 500's all right. Love 500. Lost. Mm-hmm. 
I don't hate people with it. But one cranium. Play cranium? No, we've discussed cranium before. Well, we're gonna we'll get you and Belinda over one night for a game of cranium. You might have to come to us. We don't do a lot of going out. Okay, we will. We'll bring it. We'll bring it over. <laughs> yeah. We'll bring it over. We'll have a cranium night. It's good fun. Good. Lock it in. Lock it How's in. It, good to see the kids again. It was very good to see the kids. I did miss kiddies. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I think one hundred probably yeah. enough. Got a few interviews coming up in the next few weeks. Right, so we've got one of the best triathletes of all time, possibly. <laughs> oh, he sounded keen. Yeah. Anyway, it's coming up soon. <laughs> Iron Russ. I'm Midnight. Train hard. Train smart. Kia Kia kaha. kaha.